Hi. Today we're trying to answer the question to what happened to old Cosimo after he got separated from Pandora. It's a very good question with a very long backstory that is based into history and I never managed to get into the details of it because it's very long. We start from the fact that the whole 17th century is punctuated by war with the Turks. It's almost known as the Ottoman Empire versus Europe War. Almost. The Pirate Balthazar virtually starts in 1616. It's Daniel Defoe's uh, birth year, that's why I picked it. So uh, that's when Cain wins himself a bride in a game of dice. We are in the middle of the story. Virtually, uh, those are still peaceful years. We are 30 years after the Battle of Lepanto and about uh, nine years away from the fall of Candia. That will start like the Morian War in a way. Between the Battle of Lepanto and the fall of Candia, there's a few years, uh, especially with the attack on Valona in around 1634 to 1638, where the Venetians are being uh, complete jerks to the Ottoman Empire. It doesn't help that the Knights of Malta in 1644 attack uh, pilgrim ships. The pilgrims were going to Mecca and they killed some 250 innocent pilgrims. This triggers the Sultan's answer. The Sultan was Mehmed, who was actually very known for being a pious and peaceful Sultan. He exercised his father, Ibrahim, when he was about six. His father, Ibrahim, was uh, mentally ill, actually. And before Ibrahim, there was Murad, who was not peaceful at all. In fact, he was a very strict and tyrannic ruler. Though many arts blossomed under his reign. So between Murad and Mehmed, He's, um, there's this woman controlling the Ottoman Empire. She's the wife of Ahmed I, was his favorite consort, giving many children. So she's the mother of Murad IV, who was an extremely cruel uh, sultan, and the grandmother of uh, uh, Mehmet, who actually was a very pious one. And in between these two, there's Ibrahim, who was mentally ill. So between uh, Murad, who only ruled like uh, four years or so, and, uh, and Mehmet, she was like regent for many, many years. So in my story, she, she plays a, a key role. You may not know this, but a lot of political decisions were made in the harem or harem. And there were a lot of very powerful women behind all these Ottoman uh, sultans. And they were not Arabic most of the times. Like uh, Qasem Sultan, she was Bosnian. And her successor uh, was Russian, Turan Sultan. Uh, so these powerful women, <laughs> right? These powerful women are in contrast with our sisters in a way. And uh, maybe they have a bone to pick with them. But basically what happens here is that um, we have the sisters and Pandora is married to Gilbert Sullivan and she adopted uh, Benny, right, Benedetta, who will later become Circe. And she falls in love with Cosimo Baltasar. In a way she's taking Cosimo as her favorite, like a concubine almost. It's a reverse harem thing. And um, to be honest, initially Gilbert, he's not such a bad guy. He's a pretty decent guy. But, you know, um, he kind of gets sour later on because he sees that he's being uh, replaced with this strappingly handsome, tall, dark pirate. And he's all like, oh man, this really doesn't fly well with me. If he likes him, you know, whatever. I'm getting out of here, out of the picture. So Gilbert's sort of out of the picture, but, uh, you know, leaves Benedetta behind to be trained to be maybe a future sister. And they live happily for about four years with little Kane running around, you know, uh, playing little brother to, to Benny and stuff. And uh, this is where we have uh, the first retaliation from the Ottoman to whatever is happening in the Mediterranean. And so the Turks are like um, 
Yo, girls, sisters, witches, you're supposed to help us keep the balance. Are you siding with the Venetians instead of us? And there are many other reasons. Possibly uh, someone's thinking about having the white witch in their harem as well as the favorite. Like I said, Qasem Sultan, this lady, she, she doesn't quite like Pandora. So all the more she gives birth to a boy. What's wrong with this uh, situation? You're supposed to be giving birth to a white witch. They flip and go on a rampage and they uh, uh, attack the Circeus. When they attack the Circeus, that's when, you know, Cosimo sends uh, everybody away with, uh, with his son. It's now it's, it's quite big. Billy huh? is in his 20s or so. He's a silly boy, uh, but he's a good boy. And he takes Pandora to the safest place he can think of, which is a brothel. You know, he has a crush on this prostitute and uh, she gave him a son, which is Josh. And he's like, this is the last place where anybody will come and look for you. So yeah, I'm hiding you here. And this girl that I love will take care of you very well. Take care of my little brother. Don't let him know that all of this stuff is happening. So this, this is where the question comes in. What happens to Cosimo, old Cosimo? Well, he's defending his uh, lover's uh, kingdom and palace from the Turks. And he gets captured. He's taken back to the Ottoman Empire. And he's imprisoned. And he's imprisoned for many good years. All the years of Murad's ruling and sultanate. And through Ibrahim's as well. And now, uh, when finally Mehmet becomes sultan, and he's about six years old, that's when uh, there's an armistice. And Cosimo is released. But... Many years have passed by and uh, Kane is about eight, nine years old. So he tries to travel back. And he says to Vili, go fetch Pandora back to the Circeus. I'm preparing everything for her when she's back. But this is again where the Venetians are doing tricks to the Ottoman and the Ottomans are not taking it anymore. And they're like, you know, we're not waiting for the sisterhood to be reborn. We take matters in our own, own hands. And um, basically there's a few scuffles and battles and pillaging happening in the year preceding to the fall of Kandia. And that's what's leading to the night of the great tragedy where the illusion is cast. I am pretty sure there's a mix of two things. On, on one hand, it's just, you know, the Ottomans admirals going around and, you know, like picking fights with, uh, with, uh, with the Venetians. Uh, the Knight of Malta are also not behaving very well. So we have it there, huh? Jean-Baptiste uh, uncles and his buddies are not nice people. There's also this thing that Kasim Sultan is still alive and she still has a bone to pick with Pandora. So Cosimo gets released and he's all like, nah, -uh, he's going back to his girlfriend. We must get her first, catch her. There's a bunch of stuff happening at the same time. So the big night happens and the big spell is sort of cast and leaves basically Circe with a heart of stone. Like she, Benedetta completely turns into Circe that night. Like, like forever, it's not just a little gimmick or a trick she would do to entertain her adopted uh, little brother, I would say. Like she completely embraces this, this uh, dark side of Hoover. Josh and and his father are left with a broken mind. And Kane is singing. He's the one that contributed to emphasizing the spell. So yeah, he's not affected by it. But Pandora is. But Pandora is also broken hearted because she thinks if the Turks are here, Cosimo must be dead. And that's uh, when Chiochi sends Josh and Kane to fend for themselves on the street. They sort of roam around like street rats for about five years before Cosimo finds them again. How he finds them is because they are looking for the kids actively. Vili is not very helpful because by now he's a complete idiot, very selfish guy, you know, sort of even broke the heart of the one girl he likes. Kane recognizes what he believes to be his father and attacks him. And he's all like, this bastard, he left us to die on the street. He doesn't care for us. And he tried to kill him. And Cosimo is just trying to protect his son Vili from this street rat suddenly attacking him. And he slashes his back. And only after that, he realizes that, you know, like, damn, this is 
this kid is really cool and very angry. Then he turns him around and realizes it's, it's his kid. How does he realize that? Well, come on, these Balthazar guys, they're like cloned. They all look the same. It's like there's one mold that God made and they're all printed with the same mold and they're like freaking twins. So he brings the kids back. But there's also the thing that Josh recognizes Billy and says, hey, that's my dad. And that's when he goes like, oh, so this really is my little Cosimo. So he brings them back and, uh, you know, he takes care of them. And uh, Billy Vanut takes care of them, his doctor. So in case you didn't know yet, Kyle Vanut and Errol are the sons of Cosimo's doctor. You know, the one that is with him on his deathbed, the one that saved Kane when he was flayed by Chirche and taught Wesley and Kane to use journals to communicate with their loved ones. Finally back in the bosom of his father, but this boy is it's, it's too much to break on him. Hey, I'm your dad and stuff. And he's utterly convinced that Vili is his father, you know, like that asshole left me to die on the street and stuff. And I know that Josh loves him, but you know, what does he know? He doesn't know any better. My brother is an idiot. So he says, okay, hey, you know, I'm your grandpa. I'll take care of you then. He raised them. And uh, what's happening to Chiuche in the meantime? She's been trying desperately to look for new sisters and she's traveling far and wide. And she's trying to reestablish the Chiuche is the way that you want, or Cerseus, whichever way you want to pronounce it. She's trying to reestablish all of that. And as she's traveling around, she's, she doesn't know that Cosimo is alive and found his son. When she realized this thing is happening, is when he bumps into Kane and, and Wesley in the north. So she's looking for, for her last sister that represents the north. And it's like, God damn it, this kid is alive. And um, so she flays him. And her intention is literally to kill him. Back then, she's mad with anger. All this while, she had been particularly happy and serene, going about her quest to finding the sisters. She had Pandora with her. So she had Pandora all to herself. Even though, you know, her mind wasn't quite there. But um, she kept her that way because it was better. It was better for her. Her father was Pyro King again. So you see, right, for almost 10 years, she had almost rebuilt the Circeus, found all the sisters. She had trained them. She had trained uh, Nicole, you know, to be Colapesce. And, and all of the other sisters had come along quite nicely. She was just like missing the last one, which was uh, Gaia. And suddenly she realizes the Balthasars are back. So they're going to take away Dora from me if they find out she's alive. They will take the Pirate King role from my father. They will mess up everything. In my book, these guys, they're the bad guys. Because of them, the balance of the Mediterranean Sea was destroyed once and they will destroy it again. I gotta get rid of them. So she actively goes about trying to kill them. So the first time when she meets Kane, she wants to kill him. And she almost does. As Cain grows up, there are more and more attempts to his life, to Cosimo's life. And as the diatribe starts between the Balthasar family and the Cain's family, if you remember, there's two branches of this family and they're both fighting over who is the Pyre Balthasar. Cosimo is training Cain to be the next Balthasar. But then on the other side, you know, Wilson Cain trying to raise Kalimago. Kalimago will be the next Pyre Balthasar. And Vili is like, no, Josh will be the next Pyre Balthasar. So there's these three boys all put next to each other. And Chiuchu is like, doesn't matter who it is, all of you must die. But most of all, Wilson Kane must die. Right? So she doesn't quite care for, for Kalimako or Josh. She knows that Kane is the dangerous one. Because? Because he can sing. So she and Gilbert sent assassins, assassins. Assassins are, you know, you know, they take Ashish and then go and kill people and stuff, right? So that's where you get the whole joke in, oh no, it's the Pyre versus Ninja thing again that we saw in uh, Out There when Wesley and Kane find Cat. So they are very used to this kind of thing happening to them. They're very used to all kinds of things. 
Uh, but one of these attacks nearly kills Josh and wounds Kalimago so seriously that he's left with a he breaks his hip. And neither Van Wood nor Wesley are able to reset it properly. And that's when Kalimago retires and Kane decides I can fend for myself. I better attract all these dangerous people on myself and starts wearing a mask. So the mask guy is the next fire Balthazar and he walks around just saying to everybody, I'm a Balthazar. At the same time, you know, uh, Cosimo decides that this is getting too complicated and messy. So he sends him to study in Bologna. And he's all like, you know what? Take four years off. I'll see if I can settle things. And then I'll call you back. So Cosimo is trying to have a dialogue with Circe. But she don't want to hear of it. And he's like, hey, I know you tried to kill my boy before. But I did you wrong. Let's sit down and talk about this. And she's like, no, you're my enemy, you must die. At this point, Chiuchi realizes that if she wants a job well done, she has to do it herself. She follows Kane to Bologna, and she's like, I'm gonna kill him myself. So she tries all sorts of things. But by this time, Kane looks so much like he's dead. And she starts having like a little obsession with him, you know, because all this while, being disguised as the wife of Kane patron, you know, she managed to bed him a couple of times, so it's, she's like, this is almost like a dream come true, you know? I can never get old Cosimo, I had such a crush on him when I was a kid. So she develops a little bit of an obsession. She doesn't want him to go around finding love, happiness, or belonging to anybody else either. So that's when she decides that she should um, cast the Balthasar's perfect uh, illusion on him. So that, basically, unless somebody thinks he's perfect, Kane will not find any attraction in them. And so, so Kane starts his six years of celibate life like that, cursed by, by Chiuche's uh, obsession and love. At that point, she's called to Cosimo's deathbed. And he's like, you didn't want to talk to me when I was alive? I am dying. Your wishes are coming true. Come and see me die. And she's like, oh, hell yeah. I'm going to come and see my enemy die. So she takes the journey. But then we know what happens on Cosimo's deathbed. Kane is not Cosimo, Cosimo is Cosimo, and you know, she's still very attached to him. And uh, at this point, she's very unsettled and unbalanced. She was trying to give birth to the White Witch. But as we know, um, childbirth doesn't come easy for, for Chiuche, right? So she suffers extremely from it. And at that point in, in the story, um, after she meets Cosimo, is when she's pregnant with little Gemma. So maybe it's the hormones or whatever. It's a coincidence of different things combined together. Uh, she decides she needs to take Kane back home and, and she wants to grant uh, old Cosimo's wish back. She's like, maybe if I can turn Kane into the into my Pyre Balthazar, I will not have this issue. Into my Pyre King, into my Pyre Balthazar. My father is old anyway. And I had a good uh, numbers of years with Pandora all to myself. So, so she starts off this plan, creating a book that she then gives to Nicole. And the whole story starts for Nicole there with the book of powers that she created for Nicole to attract Cain. She needs to bring back home the one who got away. And she thinks maybe the reason why I cannot have kids is that, is that, that the white witch is still alive and it's him. Uh, but then little Gemma is born and for six years, she's really at peace with the world and she's like, so maybe I can do this. Maybe I do not need Kane or something. Or maybe I can make peace with the Balthazar. So she starts seeing possibilities and stuff. 
Um, then as we know, unfortunately, the little girl doesn't have a strong heart and she dies. But by then, Castalia has come into the picture and Nicole has started off luring him back home. So she literally is the mermaid singing to King and she doesn't know it. So she's luring him back home. And the story picks up from when we know in the Gem of the Mediterranean Sea, where Castalia makes a deal with Circe. Uh, she offers herself uh, as the White Witch and call, calls herself Gemma, sort of like replaces the little one in Circe's eyes. In a strange way, um, Circe actually does love Castalia more as a daughter than as a sister or as a friend. And uh, that's why she's able to let her go at the end of the story. Because that's what a mom would do. A mom will always do what's best for their child. So they have this very strange relationship in a way. Huh? It's very unilateral in a way. It's Circe loving Castalia as a daughter. Castalia, uh, I think she friends own her. <laughs> she's totally thinking of Circe as a friend. But you know, she's always uh, a little jealous of her because she's extremely beautiful and stuff. And she is Kane's ex in her eyes. So there's always this little thing there. So she's like, I do like you. I love you a bit, but I'm a bit iffy about the whole situation. I'm gonna keep an eye on you. And uh, I hope this answers your questions. For nine more years in the stories, there will be no many issue in 1669. So when all the next generation are about eight years old, it's, uh, it's eight years old. And that's the whole thing gets messy in the Mediterranean Sea again. By then, really, uh, the sister have regained control of the sea. Pirate King and the Pirate Baltasar are the same person. And, uh, you know, Chiuch has strong allies, including Istani, the one who kidnapped Cass eventually, right? After that, there's like 30 years worth of peace until the late 80s or something. Uh, that's when um, Ahmed dies and then his successor takes over and there's a new uh, era of uh, warfare between the Ottoman Empire versus Europe. Revenge of the Ottoman Empire. On our side, the story is a little European-centric, so it's seen from this side of history. So the Turks will look a little bit like they're the bad guys. I never got around to actually explain that uh, uh, Europe wasn't being nice either, but I think it goes without saying that history, history is like that. History is um, two sides to one story, and in, in their own book, they're the good guy and the other person is the bad guy. This is a topic that I will sort of tackle in the other side story because, you know, right, in, uh, in, the, in our book, Morso is the good person and Cain is the villain of the story. But in, in Cain's story, he has a right to do what he does because he's trying to save his brother's life and keep his secret safe. At this point of the story, everybody has forgotten that Josh looks exactly like Cain because the old crew of the Pirate Baltasar has been retired on the island of March. So all those who know, are no longer traveling around and able to tell things and the fact that they are constantly at war on this island make the island very inhospitable nobody wants to go and visit Slicherham yeah it's pronounced like that uh, because he's Italian uh, so Slicherham seldom leaves this island although there's uh, meats and stuff going in and out he uses the ship for for the thing so but in our story what's happening right now is that um, Slicher takes the sea and Kane meets him at the beginning of the Pirate Baltasar and takes his prosciutto away, but that's when he realizes something is wrong on the island. And he's about to come back. I don't know if you realize this, but now that the island is at peace, it's open. And this is the island where Cain and Castalia are married by Father Guido. You know, the big friar who is obsessed with his chicken and his eggs. Yeah, that guy marries everything that breeds and people keep getting in his handpan to get married. At this point, um, 
Jesse has married his girlfriend, and um, Nico has married his girlfriend, and even the side characters have married, you know. So if you go and look at the previous pages, you will see all of these things is happening. Now, if you remember what happened on that island, you know who's coming to this island very soon. Then it's someone that you really like. And I think this is going to create a, a lot of, ah, finally, kind of uh, uh, moment for you guys, where you get to see characters you're familiar with that did not have a lot of space except for jokes in, in the Pirate Baltasar. And I think it's, it's going to be nice to see what happened to them. I hope you look forward to the next uh, adventures in the other side story because the characters that we know are coming back and the chaotic night where everything happens, he's coming back too.